you're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. No night like the night he was crucified, and no day like the day he rose from the dead. Hallelujah. And anytime the resurrection is talked about, the power of his resurrection is available as well. That's why we are here this morning. Something happened that is causing people 2,000 years after to still rejoice. Hallelujah. It's amazing. We owe death nothing. We owe Satan nothing again. That's what the Bible said. There is therefore now no condemnation. If you don't understand the origin of those statements, you cannot uh, appreciate the depth of those statements. For instance, when we say there is no condemnation, you need to know why a Christian cannot be condemned. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. If we say, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The Bible says, all things are passed away. All things, all things, all things. His genotype, his liver, his kidney, his blood, his finances, all things, all means all. All things have become new. His lineage, his family. It's now part of Abraham's family, the greatest family on earth. If any man be in Christ. But you have to go back to understand why are these statements so? Otherwise, like it has been said that over 70% of the body of Christ are not working in reality of it. When we do, none of us will fall sick again. When we do, you will never pray another prayer that will not be answered. Because Jesus said in John chapter 17, he said, he was talking to the Father, and he said that the Father himself loves you. And that the same way the Father hears me, he hears you. But here we are many Christians praying on answer prayer, but Jesus said, there was no prayer Jesus prayed that the Father did not answer, and he said that we've been brought into the same category. You know where the problem is? That's what I want to look at this morning, and for the next four weeks, I'll just be brief this morning. Because until your eyes are open to see it, you will not be able to walk in it. Hallelujah. Miracles don't happen because of days of fasting and prayer. Miracles happen because of what Jesus has done. That's what the Bible says. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Not because of his bank account. Not because of his investment. Because of what the Lord has done. It is called finished work. Nothing to add to it. He has done everything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at Colossians chapter 2, verse 14. We are going to sing, rejoice in a while. Colossians 2, 14. I want to read something from there. I will let you sit down in a while because I will still ask you to greet people. Hallelujah. No yoke will survive this morning, service. Amen. I told you there are angels here. <laughs> Hallelujah. The anointing of God is going around. All because I'm talking about the finished works of Christ. Because the Bible says God himself backing them with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit. If what I'm sharing with you this morning is true, if what I'm sharing with you this morning is true, then there is bound to be miracles in people's life. Amen. Hallelujah. Because God will testify to the fact that I am sharing his words. Now look at this. The Bible says blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. Wow. Which was contrary to us. He took it out of the way and nailed it to the cross. We will look at an episode in a while. So when Jesus left the cross, he nailed something to the cross. Everything that was against us, the ordinances, those laws and those rules that we have violated. And because of that, we cannot advance. For a Christian, ordinances have been taken off. Hallelujah. Next verse. Look at verse 15. Now this is bigger. Having spoiled principalities <laughs> and powers, no matter what name they are called. You know, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. That's uh, Ephesians 6, 12. 
but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. But the Bible says, somebody spoils. He spoiled principalities and power. Now, this is the origin of miracle. He made sure of them openly. It's not a secret thing. Now, Jesus did this <laughs> after the, you know, every time I tell you the story of what happened to the, from the cross to the grave and after the grave. You understand? Um, what I want to do in the next four weeks is, one by one, we are going to look at exactly what took place. And the reason is this. Paul said something. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15. When people get born again, this is the first thing that they should know. As the choir were ending their song, a word came to me at the back there that they are threatened already. That is the forces of darkness. Hallelujah. You know, right now, even on my palm, I feel the power of God. Somebody's getting healed right now. Amen. Receive it right now. Receive it right now. He told us that the title for this service will be New Order. And New Order. <laughs> When we prayed yesterday, what came to us? We will stop sharing testimony of the fact that I was sick and I got well. You will start sharing testimony of you healing people. Yeah. Hallelujah. That is a new order. You know, we, we always rejoice and thank God for any testimony is worth celebrating. But don't stay at a level. It's always an accident almost happened and I escaped. We thank God. We are not taking it for granted. But you see, when are you going to graduate from that level? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You are an extension of God's glory and power. And to this morning, I just want to talk about the first and the second Adam. Because they will let us know the kind of men we are. Hallelujah. Because henceforth, your life will be full of testimonies. You'll become a shining light to others. Transforming the lives of people around you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Anything holding anyone will go right now. Yeah. And the reason for the freedom that go set others free. Are you with me? In the name of Jesus, I command every spirit of infirmity present in this service. Now, in any body, in any body, in any soul, in any spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ, you foul spirit of the devil, hear me in the name of Jesus. Get out of these bodies right now. In the name of Jesus. And enter no more. In Jesus' name. Forces keeping families. Ligosi handa, ritokuste, haristale hondorosh. Thank you, Jesus. I see families being set free. Restrictions are being removed. People are being lifted up. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of heaviness, get out of this people's life right now. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. It doesn't matter the size of the sickness. It is the size of the name of Jesus. And the size of the atonement. <laughs> Hallelujah. There are many scriptures in my heart. So actually I'm wondering where to, because so many scriptures to look at. But let's look at Ephesians 1. I will begin to sing and then we sit down. Ephesians 1 first. That's why we are here. 115. Wherefore, after I heard of your faith, Paul was writing to a particular church. And he said that they just got born, maybe they just told that they just got converted. And this is how everybody, when you get born again, the beginning point. He said that when I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and the love for all the saints, then he began to pray for them. The content of his prayer says, Cease not to give thanks, making mention of you in my prayers. What, that was that God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of him. That's what I'm praying that as we share briefly this morning, we get. Because Paul knew that this thing, it must happen to be able to work in the reality of it. Spirit of wisdom and revelation 
He said that why? That your eyes of understanding, being enlightened, you may know what is the hope of his calling. What have you been called into? I'm not saying whether a banker or a pastor. There are two types of calling. There is a calling that is your assignment. But then there is a calling also unto glory. Every Christian has been called into Christ. Now, what is the hope of this calling? And what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance? Paul said, praying that, Lord, let them know it. Let them know it. Let them know it. There is a glory. There is a calling. There is an inheritance. You have inherited something. And he said, according to the greatness of his power towards us, according to the working of his mighty power. Verse 20. Now, this is the biggest. He said that power that was wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above principalities, above power, above might and dominion, above every name that is named, not only in this world. We can influence things in the heavenly or under the water. Hallelujah. Paul started praying that the church has to know this. The God's greatest, greatest power was demonstrated when Jesus was raised from the dead. And I will explain it in a while. That he used his greatest power was they raised Jesus from the dead. Because that singular act has been the greatest heroic act of God. To raise him from the dead. And we need to explain because by revelation, you must understand this. When you do, you begin to work as the new, as the second Adam. Superior to the first Adam. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Is somebody with me this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This whole thing that took place and why we rejoice. Many join us to rejoice, but they do not really know the reason for the joy. And when the reason is not known, you will not experience it in your life. Hallelujah. <laughs> Sin has been dealt with. If sin has been dealt with, victory is certain. Hallelujah. First Corinthians chapter 15. Hallelujah. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I am. We don't struggle to live right. Something has happened to us. Can somebody say amen? amen. Hallelujah. There is no Christian that can be guilty on the judgment day before God. We are going to appear at the judgment seat of Christ according to the rewards of what we have done. But the white throne judgment is reserved for all the other people who have not known Jesus because something happened. Hallelujah. When he was to be born, the angels were rejoicing. When he was born, they appeared to the shepherds and they said, peace unto mankind and goodwill. The beginning of God's goodwill to humanity because of something. And then when he resurrected, the host of heaven began to rejoice again because something happened that every Christian must know exactly what happened and the effects of what happened. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord Jesus. He said, but now Christ is risen from the dead. It is also the reason why every religion, Buddhism, Islam, they believe that Jesus came to this world. They believe that Jesus died, but they deny resurrection. It's because of one thing. They also believe that Jesus, T.L. Osborne was an Indian and the Muslim there told him that we know that he performed those miracles truly, but resurrection, no. They believe he was a great man, and not Isa, who came to do miracles, but then... Two things they will always disagree with. He didn't resurrect and his blood was not shared for anybody. A guy still put it on Facebook yesterday. He was a good man. He was a miracle worker. But he was blood. Because that is the point where the devil has been defeated. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says without the shedding of blood. Without the shedding of blood. <laughs> that's Hebrews 9.22. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Next four weeks will be serious. Don't miss anyone. Because I'm just giving you caps. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. Hallelujah. 
Wow. Without the shedding of blood. Now, Leviticus 17, 11 says that the life of the flesh is in the blood. I, if we don't get there today, I'm going to show you how your spiritual DNA has changed. Is somebody with me? Praise the Lord. The Bible said the life of the flesh is in the blood. And in Genesis chapter 9, it said the same thing to Noah. That it don't eat any animal with the blood because the life of the flesh. There is something inside the blood that is called life. The blood is not life, but the blood contains life of the flesh. Are you following me? So when the blood helps out of a person, the person dies. So the Bible said, the, so there is a life in the blood. And then that life, when it is shared, that is when sin, there is remission of sin. So you begin to understand where the journey started from. 1 Corinthians 15, let's start from verse, verse 42. Hallelujah. Like, I, I will just start something. The Bible says, so is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. Verse 43. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. Verse 44. It is sown in natural body. It is raised in a spiritual body. Now, Apostle Paul started talking about something very deep here. There is a natural body. Go back to verse 44. And there is... A, a, there is a spiritual body. So there is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We will get to this one. Verse 45. It's because, because of 44, it started moving into something very serious. So, like, save it there. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. There is a reason why the Bible says can I request if a child Christ, please just take him and attend to the child till it's fine. All right? Amen. Thank you. You know, there is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. There is a spiritual body. No wonder the Bible said that these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out demons. And one of the signs says that if they hit any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. That is not a natural body. Are you following me? When Jesus walked on water, that wasn't a natural body. So there is a natural body. When Elisha decided to outrun the chariots of Ahab, uh, temporarily something happened to his physical ability that was beyond human comprehension. When Paul said that there was a shipwreck and for one night and one day was underwater, Paul was underwater for 24 hours and he didn't die. They took Paul to out of the city and stoned him and raised a great heap of stone upon him. And the disciples gathered to mourn him. The guy got up and started another mission from there. There is a natural body. <laughs> is somebody with me? And there is a spiritual body. There is a way to sit on your seats. And you can see what is happening in London. There is a natural body. Thank you. And there is a spiritual body. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> you know what, what I said happened uh, in Bini Empire when Tell Osborne came to Nigeria and then the, the, uh, uh, the culty people there were so enraged. And they went to their ancient shrine. I was told the old man just brought something out of the shrine again. They went to their ancient shrine and brought up their most powerful rod there. If they should point the rod to anybody, it would dry up on the spot. The guy brought it to the crusader. Tell Osman was not even aware. He pointed the rod at Tell Osman and the rod broke into two. There are natural bodies. <laughs> and there are spiritual bodies. Are you with me? Hallelujah. One day in one, someone's office, somebody put a charm on the chair of a Christian. She sat down. And the guy expected for some minutes for something to happen and nothing happened. They were shocked. They put Shedra, Meshach, and Abel inside the fire and they came out of the fire. The fire will burn a natural body, but there is a spiritual body. Are you following me? There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. Now, he started explaining the way into getting to this place. He says, so it is written, the first Adam was made a living soul. And the last Adam was what? A quaking spirit. <laughs> the beginning of understanding what we are talking about is to understand two Adams. Everybody say first Adam, first Adam. and second Adam. Say it again, first Adam, first Adam. and second Adam. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord Jesus, we will 
This will take us to the garden. But I want to stop in about 15 minutes' time. <laughs> because for the next four Sundays, thank you, Lord Jesus. Another person just got healed now. Amen. Glory to your name. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. This very week that we have just stepped into, some of you listening to me will receive an amount you have never received before. God is not a man that he should lie. Are you following me? Hallelujah. I just see that what people have waited for for many years, they are just showing up, coming to you by themselves. Coming to you by themselves. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 I see someone bound in the spirit. This is a kind of strange evil spirit operating and harassing. I, I, that shouldn't be happening to a Christian. You start something and this spirit will scatter it. And it has always been after a particular dream along a direction, you wake up and what you have gathered scatters. That spirit is affliction over you ends right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So how be it, it was not the spiritual force. So he was talking about two Adams. He said the first Adam and the second Adam. Now let's read a little more about them. And maybe I'll just stop on these two Adams. Hallelujah. This is where the story, this is how to understand or what the finished works of Christ. Why are we rejoicing? And what is so special about the fact that he died? It is this understanding. Next verse. The first man is of the arts. Asi. The second man is Lord from heaven. As is the artist, so are they which are Afi. And as, it, as is the heavenly, such are they that are heavenly. As we are born, this is where I want to stop today. This is powerful. As we are born the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Romans chapter 5, verse 15. Let's read. Romans 5, 15. As we have carried the image of the earthly. Paul said, we, we've all carried it before. He says, so we shall carry the image of the heavenly. What? How? And this is what we want to look at. But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one man, many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace, by one man, Jesus Christ, had abandoned unto many. Next verse. And not as it was by one man that sinned the gift. For the judgment by one to condemnation, but the free gift is of many offenses unto justification. Now verse 17. This is very powerful. For if by one man's offense, we are still talking here about the two Adams. One brought condemnation. One brought justification. Are you with me? The Bible said that if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. One man opened the gates and death entered human race. And death has been reigning since that time. But the Bible says, Much more, they which have received abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. Hey, death was reigning and is still reigning. But thank God for second Adam. Are you following me? And when you look at these two Adams, the two stories happen in the garden. One Adam... In the garden, God said, of all the trees in the garden, Genesis chapter 2, eat freely, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, do not eat. Himself and his wife decided to disobey. Satan said to them, God lied, and nothing praised God like to disbelieve him. Satan said, God wasn't correct. If you eat it, you'll be wise. And you'll be as God. As they were standing, they had a choice to obey God or to obey the devil. Whoever they obey will be their Lord. And they took the fruit 
and they ate it, whatever the fruit was. And from that day, the devil became the lord and master of the first Adam. Are you with me? Now, thank you. Are you following me? Is everybody with me? Praise the Lord. The old creation entered into trouble on that day. Adam could have lived in the garden. Only God knows how long. But that day, death entered. A system was set up. And pain and sorrow started. The first thing Adam did, when he found out, he found out that he was naked. He saw his nakedness. We will get there another way to understand that Jesus has become your righteousness. And you cannot become righteous outside Christ. He has made you. And do's and don'ts have been cancelled. Hallelujah. Now we live by the Spirit. And as we live by the Word, through the Holy Spirit. But we explain that because also there is the other extreme of those who are making a serious mistake on that one. But then, are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So, <laughs> oh Lord. In the garden. And they were driven out of the garden. And the first thing that God did, he killed an animal. Adam and Eve covered themselves with fig tree. That is the religion of men. All religion are fig, trying to cover themselves from their nakedness. But you see, Christians don't cover anything from God. We are in his glory. We are his righteousness. But we will get to all that. Are you with me? They tore fig leaves and they were covering themselves. And God asked them one question. The Almighty, when the, when the Lord asks you a question, it's not because he wants you to give an answer. He wants you to observe something. Because he knows everything already. He said, Adam, where are you? Adam has stepped from the spiritual Adam to the natural Adam. He had become effy. And as the ethic man, they couldn't fellowship with God again. So he started hiding. But the first thing that God did, because without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. He killed an animal for their sake. That the blood must touch the ground to cover them temporarily. Now we are getting to very important. Now that happened in the garden. Are you following me? That happened in the garden. So when the first sin was committed, which is the original sin, blood was shed. For a little, because the blood of both, if you read Hebrews, we will get there the following week. The blood of animals will only cover their sin for one year. So God covered Adam and Eve for a while. Are you following me? What is it with God and blood? So the story resurfaced again in Exodus chapter 12. After all, <laughs> you know, the power of the blood of Jesus is in this place. That is why there is nobody here who needs to be free of anything that will not be free this service? Amen. Say louder, amen. amen. This week will be full of miracles for you. Amen. On every side. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Those of you who have what the doctors haven't found solution to, even as I speak, put your hand right there. There are healing angels all over this place. You are healed. I might not call you out to lay hands on you. I feel this vibration in my hand. And I know what it means. So I'm telling you, I'm speaking to you in the name of Jesus. And healings are taking place. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I extend this to favor. Those who want to start something, those who want to enter something, those who want to... Because uh, uh, healing is not only for physical sickness. People also seek financially. Some are sick emotionally. All kinds have been taken care of. Amen. Right now, I'm being stopped from time to time, sensing the anointing that something is taking place here. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. Let me say this. If you are not born again, in a while, I'll make contact call. Don't hesitate. I am calling you not to join religion, to join the second Adam. Uh, we want to move you from the earthy to the heavenly. There is a realm, and the realm is not common. Hallelujah. But we are called to show forth this realm and bring men into it. Praise the Lord. So it's getting more serious. After all, the God did also, and Pharaoh was stubborn. <laughs> and God told Moses, Genesis chapter 12, there is one more plague. Whether Pharaoh or his Lord, Lucifer, when it comes to the blood, they give up. I, I'm going to talk about the blood of Jesus next week. Men and brethren, this is the answer to 
all diseases. The blood. The blood of Jesus. Say where you are. Say blood of Jesus. You know, some have said religiously, and some have even attacked somebody, are you pleading the blood? It is an effective thing. Listen, the most precious thing on earth is the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. It washes white as snow. But I've also discovered, the Bible said the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from all unrighteousness. It's not limited to sin alone. All unrighteousness means the sin and the effect of sin, which is sickness and so on. The blood of Jesus Hey, put your hand on your chest. Say it again. I, I receive the cleansing power of the blood. I've been washed in the blood. I believe in the blood of Jesus. It's precious. The blood is running in me. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm not only healed. There's a new life in me. The life of the flesh is in the blood. So the life of Christ that is in his blood is in my system. Hallelujah. Shout amen. amen. This will work. It will bring wisdom up in some people. Everything is in the blood. Are you, are you following me? Hallelujah. I see old weaknesses disappearing. Amen. Blood pattern, things happening in family. That's why it cannot affect you because you are a new creation. Now the blood has changed. <laughs> Somebody say amen. amen. I'm all tempered. No, there is a new blood. Glory to God. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. Please, I, I need you to. I, I can't stop. Oh, thank you, Lord. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. So after all, God said, Pharaoh is still stubborn. There is one more thing. He said, tonight, it will not only tell you to go. It will hurry you out. There is a mystery about to be brought in. He said, tell everybody, take a lamb. Gradually, when he killed the first lamb for the sin of Adam and Eve, he was starting something. So in, Genesis, in Exodus chapter 12, when he wanted them to leave Egypt that night, he said, just kill a lamb. Anybody who will kill a lamb, put the blood on top of the door and at the two posts here and there. He said, once you don't step out of that house, angel of death can't touch you. He said, not only that, Pharaoh will come begging. He will be the one asking you to go. You were the one asking that you want to go before. He said it is called blood. Blood will make you pass over. And he said that when I see the blood, I will pass over. So that night, Israelite thought it was a joke. This Pharaoh oppressing us just to kill an animal, put the blood. That's all. Moses said that's all. Like, WW, that's it. That's all. He said that's all. <laughs> then they put the blood. And they were shocked. The Bible says from the firstborn of Pharaoh down to firstborn of animals, all dead. But against Israel, not only did anybody die, the Bible said the dog did not even bark against anybody. If you had a notorious dog, the dog was not notorious that night because God was working. The blood was working. And so they came out of Egypt because the blood was applied. It says, our principality that Satan had on earth that time was Pharaoh. He was conquered by the blood. God was building towards something and people didn't know what God was planning to do. Finally. Hi. <laughs> the day Adam sold out, he has made the devil the lord of the whole creation. And the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That is where short people are from. <laughs> all have sinned. You can use that to look at your neighbor if he's short. All have sinned and come short. So people who are short are the most terrible sinners. <laughs> oh, that's a joke, please. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I like saying that. The Bible says that God is light in him. There is no darkness. If your neighbor is not light in complexion, it means that it's not godly. Because God is light in him, there's no darkness. And the Bible says that the righteous shall be fat and flourishing. If your neighbor is thin. Now, if you have a neighbor that is short, that is dark, and that is thin, you might want to come out for deliverance right now. Because that's a serious tragedy. <laughs> but please, that's a joke here. Eh? Are you with me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Are you, are you with me? 
you know, the world became flesh. The more you study the world, the more flesh you have. So when you say apostle's skin, it's an indication that it's not been written in the Bible. Because <laughs> the more of the world, the more of the flesh. Because the world will always become flesh. So you can know the amount of world inside the apostle by looking at the flesh of their body. So you start to look at your neighbor again. <laughs> Does it look like she's been studying or she's been studying? <laughs> Say, now I know whether you are reading the Bible or not. Are you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us to capture this. The first Adam and the old creation, Satan was reigning. And the Bible said, the thief cometh not, but to do what? To steal, to kill. And so, so that's why the Bible said in that Romans 17 that death started raining. Because death is Satan's signature. And it was raining. Not death as per physical death. Spiritual death. Separation from God. Inability to fellowship with God and to be all that he has made you to be. And death was raining and raining. And it looked like God didn't know anything to do. So hear me very well. When he brought Abraham out, the only thing he could do was to give them a covenant. That's why in the Bible you have old covenant and new covenant. That's where we begin from next week. Listen, old and new covenant. Are you, are you following me? But to just say that as we may, just to mention it briefly. So first, so he gave them a covenant. That's why the Bible said that death reigned from Adam to Moses. When he got to Moses, he gave them a temporary measure that could help them. Now it is sad to say that many Christians are still living by the law of Moses. We will get there in a while. He gave them that temporarily. So, what was the arrangement again? He took them to the beginning. Every year, the high priest would stand. He would look at all the people and their sins. He would take a bull, kill the goat or kill the lamb, and sprinkle the blood on the people, and they would be covered for one year. Then there were laws. Don't cut your hair. Don't do this. Don't eat pork. Don't do that. Don't do this. All those laws to make them clean. Because the blood of animal could only help a little. It will cover their sin for one year. So every year, they must. Every year, they must renew it. It will interest you. The year, the same year, the same day on the year that they were doing that blood sacrifice was the same day they came out of Egypt. Because when they wanted to come out of Egypt, after killing the lamb, God told them that from today, let this be the first day. And this must be celebrated every year. We are getting to a place. Hallelujah. It's a story I'm telling you of redemption. And we're almost through. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Is somebody following me? All of a sudden, that wouldn't satisfy God. Satan was still reigning. So only Israelites were the holy people to God. And what made them only the blood of bulls and goats? Then something happened. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. The one who gave covenant to them came by himself to fulfill the covenants. Hi. You know, all have sinned, and the sin is in the blood. The one that will redeem man. So, first Adam had brought death. There must be second Adam. But there were two problems. God was in heaven. If he came down to die for men, it would be God, not a man. The sacrifice cannot work. Hallelujah. And if he should choose a man, every man came from the first Adam. No man was perfect enough to represent humanity. So it looked like God was stranded. But you know what? Before the foundation of the earth, he knew what he would do. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> the Bible said the law came by Moses, but grace and truth. And all of a sudden, there was a veggie called Mary. Jesus Christ. The Bible says sacrifice and offering you desire, but a body you are prepared unto me. What God did, was that inside the womb of Mary, by his spoken word, he put Jesus there. Why? Jesus was already in heaven, but he needed an entry point to be able to re represent man adequately and perfectly. He must come into this realm the same way every man came into this realm. Are you with me? So it, it was necessary to be born by a woman. But if a man should do it, he will have the blood of man. Ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you, Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, he had the same body that Adam had. God did not create Adam from any man. God created Adam by the word and by mud. He took mud and he breathed into it. 
And then he said, let there be man. And there was man. The same word which God spoke at the beginning, that let us create man, was the same word he spoke to Mary. And the same breath he breathed into the man was the same Holy Spirit that overshadowed Mary. Amen. So those two things entered Mary and a body was formed. She was only needed to bring out the man so that he would come out like any other man. <laughs> Jesus came and he was the perfect one. This will let you know that the devil doesn't know everything. Satan still did not know what God was planning. He thought Jesus came to save people by healing them. He didn't know that the Almighty God had something greater in mind. He healed them. He walked on water. Water returned to wine. He did all those miraculous things. But that wasn't what he came to do. He was just showing them what the second Adam, you and I, will be doing after the work has finished. But he was walking around with the consciousness that there is a work to do. There is a work to do. The beginning of the work was not the miracle. The work, like the first work, started in garden and ended in the garden. It was in garden again. Finally, he went to the garden. When he got to the garden, for the first time in his life, he began to pray and he said, I am afraid. I'm, I'm sorrowful. He never said that statement in 33 years. But this time around, he has come to the garden. This is the place of the assignments. Jesus Christ, being born by God himself, had no sin. He didn't know sin. Sin didn't know him. He was a spotless lamp of God. But to be able to represent man at a point in his life, the sin of humanity will be put on Jesus Christ. Jesus wouldn't commit any sin, so Heavenly Father must put the sin on him. Hey, righteousness has been put on us. But, <laughs> are you following me? That's the Bible says that in he that knew no sin was made sin. He was made, not that he committed, he was made. God made him. So Jesus was not afraid of going to the cross. He was not afraid of the nail. Remember, he was a carpenter. He played with nail for many days. What was he afraid of? When he looked at the cross, he said that my father is always with me. I have never been separated from my father. For the first time, he knew that the Lord will forsake him because God's eyes are too precious to behold iniquity. And Jesus Christ was going to know sin for the first time. So in that garden, he said, Lord, let this cup pass. Because he couldn't imagine himself becoming sin after 33 years. Then he said, no. Ah, at that time, the salvation of humanity was threatened. The thing was hanging. Immediately, an angel jumped down from heaven and said, ah, you can't do this. You've come this far. You can't do this. Because he was going to change his mind. He said, oh, dear father, let this call pass. He just viewed you and I. He viewed every fornicator. He viewed murderers. He, viewed, he was going to become all of them in one. It is called the principle of substitution. The same principle that will make high priest to put his hand on an innocent goat. And the sin of the people will come upon the goat. The same thing Jesus was about to do. The Lord was going to put his hand on him. And the sin of the whole world was coming upon him. And he knew the meaning. And he said, Father, let this go, this is heavy. And finally, an angel strengthened him. And he prayed the prayer. He said, Lord, if that is the way, let that be the way. He got up and told his disciples, he said, this is the hour of darkness. He said, those who have betrayed me are around. And immediately they saw multitude coming. They knew. And they bound him. They forced him. And they, when, they got to, uh, 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 when they took him to the high priest, somebody gave him a backhand. Worse. Jesus shed blood in about four places. Listen to me. Hallelujah. This is, this is Satan still didn't know. The, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Nobody. It was a rejoinder that was play, praying one day. One man in America was fasting for about 30 or so. And he was taking the trance to see the real thing that happened on the cross. Within one minute, he collapsed and he couldn't see. So the vision van and God said, nobody, you saw what Mary did. When they saw it, she was beating her breast like this. That was the sign of Jew sorrow for Jewish women. Nobody, the Bible said in Isaiah 52, his physique was so mad, more than any other human being. Nobody has been brutalized like Jesus was because Satan was supervising the torment himself. So the first thing that happened after the slaves, the crown of tongue was put on his head. That was the first time he shed the blood. Blood dripped from the head. It was about some inches deep into his skull. And blood was coming. And then because as the high priest, he must shed blood everywhere. The old cross was littered with the blood of Jesus Christ. That was the way it was there. Because it must be that way. As the one from the head was coming, they gave him 39 at the back. 
are not the kind of koboko used now. The one with blade that will wrap on you and they will pull. And it will pull your flesh. And they made sure he took it all and he didn't die while they were beating him. And then the one here, one ear, one ear, one ear. And final one, the soldier came with sword and gave him at the side. And blood and water gushed out. So blood came from the head, came from the side, came from the leg, came from the hand. <laughs> there is a reason. Without the shedding of blood. Hallelujah. In all this, Satan did, he was enjoying the friends. He was having a cool time. Watching the son of God or the so-called son of God being brutalized, being mutilated by soldiers. And Satan was enjoying it. They did not know they were crucifying the Lord of glory himself. And one of the soldiers said, I prophesy. They closed his eyes and one slapped you. Who is slapping you? And that was the master. And he said, this deceiver said he will, he, will, uh, he will raise the temple in three days. Okay, do that now. And that went on and they were having a cool time. And the only property he had, the garments, the Bible said Jesus wore a very expensive garment. Same without, I mean, it was a great garment. They shared it among themselves and they were casting love for it. And Satan still did not understand. Atonement. Atonement. Hebrews chapter 9. I want to read verse 22. Let's start from 22 and read. Hallelujah. We are getting... <laughs> almost all things are purged by... Almost all, all things are by the law purged with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Verse 23. Of the things in heaven should be purified with this. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifice than this. What does this mean? You know, when God spoke to Moses and he created the tabernacle, God told Moses that, see that you do everything according to what is being shown you here. So the tabernacle of Moses on earth was a replica of the tabernacle of heaven. So that's what the Bible is saying that on earth there was high priest. So this must happen in heaven also. So Jesus Christ, the heavenly things themselves must be purified by blood. We get that verse 24. For Christ is not entered into holy places made with hands, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Verse 25. Not yet that he should offer himself often. Like every, every year. Verse 26. For then must he suffer many times. But now once at the end of the world, at appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Next verse. As it's appointed to men to die once after that judgment. Hallelujah. What is this saying? Satan was watching and God seemed to be quiet. The final thing they heard from Jesus on the cross was that, Hello, hello, Lama Sabakantan. My God, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Because the moment that transaction happened, all of a sudden on the cross, it became the last outcast, the condemned criminal. The sin of the old world came upon him by substitute. And immediately God saw it. The father that could not be separated from Jesus left him. The Holy Ghost left him. Jesus knew it. And he shouted, my father, my father, why hast thou forsaken me? And God had to do that because he couldn't look at sin. So when he saw sin on the soul, it must be done. So Jesus died a sinner. And because he died a sinner, he was taken to hell. Remember, when he said, Lord, to your hand I commit my life. Hmm. They caught him tall from bottom, top to bottom. Still, Satan didn't understand what was happening. So where we read before that says, Avon's poor principalities and power, he made sure of them openly. Where did that happen? When he closed his eyes here, he showed up at the other side as a prisoner, a man of sin. And he paid, he must pay for humanity. That's why I said the greatest power of God was demonstrated when Christ was raised from the dead. So here is the prisoner in hell. Here is the son of God. Here is the so-called righteous man. I have told you that that day, there was no demon anywhere on earth. Everybody that was free, every family that was tormented, they all became free. Because all demons reported back to hell. The Lord has been captured. And they must all witness the fiesta. And they came together and the Lord was there in chains and in prison. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the whole world. Here is the Lamb in devil's territory under the totally under the total domination of the devil, and it was there. But Satan didn't still know what God was doing. He has spared with his blood because he knew no sin, he was made a sin. He had paid. 
After a while, on the third day, everybody say, thank God for the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Somebody paid Elfire a visit. Or Lake, somebody paid hellfire a visit. That's the Bible said that if the spirit of him that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you, as the body was there and all the demons were taking wine and eating barbecue and enjoying the fact that this is the Son of God, this is the Son of God, a murderer, a rapist, everything, and his ear, then Almighty God invaded hell. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, life came upon Jesus. Satan said that he heard that he said after three days he will rise. So on the third day, every demon sat on Jesus Christ. That's the meaning of that Colossians 2. He threw off himself principalities and power. Something came into hell and the Lord of hosts stood up. And all demons watched him as he rose on his feet. And from the crucified lamb, he became the lion. And he stood. And in hell, they all bowed everybody. And the Bible says he <laughs> took the key. Hallelujah. He took the key of death from Satan. The battle took place in hell. What was the battle? He paid and he won by righteousness. And all the hosts of hell bowed to him. So Jesus spoiled them and he made a public show of them. Who were the people that saw this? All those people in Abraham's bosom, they saw the drama, they saw the whole thing. And Jesus went there. That's when the devil were coming out of their grave. And he went to those who were in Abraham's bosom and he prayed the gospel to them and brought them out. But that was still the first phase. Man has been paid for. That means if anyone is in Christ, he cannot be charged with any original sin again. First part ended. Even the baby born that is yet to commit sin, if he's born through Adam, is a sinner. Not by act, but by association. A Christian that has come to Christ, you are also righteous. Not by act, but by association. Is that understood? Praise the Lord. This is the beauty of what Jesus has done. By now, Satan began to have a clue. Humanity will be given a new life. There is a race of people that will rise again called Second Adam. When he came out of hell, he said, All hail. But you see, it was still first part of the job. The first part paid the debts, corrected the errors of Adam, and man was restored relationship with God. But he wanted to do much more than that. Hallelujah. His goal was new creation, superior to the old. When he came out, Mary, remember, wanted to touch him, and he said, don't touch me. I'm not ascended to my father and your father. At that time, that was the most crucial moment. Jesus carried his blood in his own hand. And he went to the tabernacle of heaven. Remember, sprinkle of blood on the people and put it on the goats was done in the tabernacle of earth. Tabernacle of earth was a prototype of tabernacle in heaven. So Jesus showed up. There is a mercy seat in heaven up to now. So there was a mercy seat in the tabernacle of Moses. The mercy seat in heaven was a real place that must be a, that, where that blood must land. And he didn't let Mary touch him because if Mary had touched him, she would have contaminated the blood because she was a mortal woman. So Jesus appeared, and when he said that to Mary, they watched the Lord, they lifted up, and they went to heaven. And I've told you before, that was where that song came from. To God be the glory, great things he has done, so loving the water, he gave us his son. Oh, you that is life and atonement for sin. That part, open the life gate. The may the life gate has been opened. Hallelujah. If you are read in Psalm, and I'll close with oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If you are read in Psalm, the Psalm is God here by prophecy. He just said, Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up everlasting door, and let the King of Glory come in. I, I did that last year and two years ago. I correct. People believe that uh, gate of hell. No, no, no. He wasn't talking about gate of hell, he was talking about the gate of heaven. When Jesus resurrected, he could not be recognized again. Remember, even Mary saw him and she thought it was the gardener. Because he was the first to be born again and he has become a new creation. He was the first fruit. So he couldn't be recognized again. When he wanted to ascend back to heaven, the gate of eternity had been shut. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. So no man could cross. When he wanted to cross, he was challenged by the angel. 
He said, lift up your head, Rege. He said, who is the king of glory? And he gave his civil to the angel. He said, the Lord, strong and mighty in battle. He said, I to head angel. I just finished all of them in hell. Lift up your head and the gate open. Now, Jesus entered. He didn't shut the gate behind him. The gate is open to every one of us. This is why we are bold to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Now, the access to the Father has been perfected. When the Christian says, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, God doesn't see you, he sees Christ in you. Hallelujah. This is the glory of the new creation. New man in Christ. Ability to stand before God without a sense of inferiority. That is what is called righteousness. Righteousness makes us, it's not right doing. Right doing is good, but right doing is not righteous. Righteousness is imparted into once you are born again. That means when you say, my father, he sees Christ in you and he treats you like Christ. Somebody say amen. You see why we rejoice that he conquered. He said he became the conqueror. He said you are more than conqueror. The interesting thing, Jesus didn't conquer anything for himself. Everything he did for the second Adam, all of you here. Hallelujah. So we can use his name. The blood was not for him. The blood has paved away for me. He was in heaven before he didn't need the blood. Now everything has been done for us. Now there is a race that Jesus has pioneered and that's the beginning of the new order. That race is called the race of second Adam. They are the people who have authority over serpent and scorpion and over the powers of the enemy and nothing shall by enemies for them. They are the people who walk around with spiritual body. They are the people whose sins have been paid for. So there is therefore no condemnation. No man can condemn us. No Satan can write anything against us. No allegation against us again. When we say, Father, in the name of Jesus, the Father has nothing against you. There is nothing that God remembers that will make him say, I'm not going to answer your prayer. There is nothing. There is nothing. You can't impress God again. You can't try to be accepted to God. He has accepted you. He has accepted you. Everything. When he said it is finished, it is finished. It's a new day for every Christian. Your name is written in heaven. You have angels watching over you. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Everybody here can rebuke Satan and he has no choice but he must listen. It is not us, it is our uniform. Many of you are stronger than police who have harassed you, but you submit yourself, you submitted to that harassment. The day he said something, you are to, because of his uniform. You might be drive, driving on my jeep, driving Range Rover. If a traffic officer, he might even be an uneducated person. If he says stop, your car stops. Not because of the size of the man, but because of the authority he represents. Hallelujah. So whether somebody can fast for 30 days, and somebody can fast from morning till evening, all of you have authority in Christ. Jesus is your authority. When you say in the name of Jesus, demons must listen. Not according to how much time you spent in the place of prayer, but according to Jesus working in you. So many times, we have limited ourselves thinking that there is more I need to add for God to do more. There is no more you need to add. There is more you need to know. You just need to know more of what he has done. How do we walk in the light of this thing? By knowing it more. We don't struggle not to do what is wrong. We seek to know more of the rights. This is who you are. The new creation is inside you. It is your mind at times that wants to get something, do something wrong. When the spirit gains ascendance over the flesh, you will live like the heavenly man that you are. Love will dominate you. You look at people you can't hate again. Love will dominate you. And you forgive with ease. Hallelujah. You know you can stand. Like a friend of mine was about getting married and they went for an introduction and they came back. Then he just got some revelations. He just stood up. All, all, of them, all of us were there. And he walked up to the calendar in his house. His brother's wedding had been fixed for November. And he said, oh no, for December. He just walked up to the calendar. He had no girlfriend, nothing. And he pointed out a date to November. He said, I will get married this day before my brother, who we have just gone for his own introduction. I have no girlfriend. And guess what? He married. Because whosoever shall say, all things are possible to you. Jesus said, you are the, I am the vine, you are the branches. You are the fruit-bearing part of Jesus. He bears fruit through. You know what? Many people are under the guilt of sin or sin consciousness and it will rob you of your audacity in the place of prayer. You will never be worthy on your own. 
he has made you worthy. So stop trying. Are you with me? It is that trying to please God that keeps us back. The Father is already pleased with you because of Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Just enjoy the goodness of God. That's all. Amen. When we preach like this on the crusade ground, it's always an explosion because those people, some of them have never, they don't know Christ, they are not Christians. When they hear the good news, they are like, somebody paid off for me. Wow. They respond and they are touched. Christians are to fill up too many things. You want to go to hospital to pray for somebody, the first thing you are thinking is that you did not fast this morning, you didn't pray in the morning. Where in the Bible has it said that your prayer that will heal the person? Is it good to pray? I pray a lot. But you see, in my name is in my name. In my name they shall cast out demons. Let that sink. Otherwise, what about if you attack suddenly? Driving on the road, robber. So you start thinking, have I done everything well today? Jesus doesn't wait for you to do everything well to respond. He has done everything well. That is the beauty of identification. Whoa, I am sure all of you here will make heaven and say anybody is not born again. Why? Because our ticket to heaven is Jesus. Hallelujah. Once you say, Father, I belong to Christ, the door opens. There's no other requirement. The reward will not be according to what we have done for him. Some will score low, some will score high. Some live, they, they live in selfishness, so maybe there's no, no big bonus for them. But the gate to enter, it is the way. It remains the way. There's no other way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This is the beauty of redemption. See, this is what people don't know when they ask them to be born again. That they have been told to come. How come some are born again and some things affect their families, they affect it that they don't know. So that was why Paul prayed that prayer that their eyes of understanding be enlightened. To know that. I had to share all this thing with you to let you know that something, hey, demons are aware. If God should open your eyes, now all of you here, now when I send the name of Jesus, you will see voice of darkness fleeing in different, not because of me, but because of Jesus Christ. The smallest Christian can authorize principalities around. When you start thinking, they said this one has been a family for 30 years, it's called ancient devil, so we need 30 days of fasting. You have just empowered that demon. Your 30 days of fasting cannot add anything to what Jesus has done. We fast a lot. Fasting helps us to go deeper into spiritual things, to learn more. But when it comes to exercising our authority, stand in the name of Jesus. In fact, don't use any arm of the flesh. Don't say that I prayed very well. That's why they mostly pray five times a day. So don't bring that in. Stand on the fact that he is my righteousness and in his name. You know what? I want to shock everybody here. The biggest demons are the easiest to deal with. That's the truth. They were highly ranked in heaven. They understand authority better. It's the small ones that they run around. Those ones, they don't know anything. They are illiterate. This, the biggest demons are the easiest to deal with. They had ranks in heaven. They had seen authority, so they know. They were there in hell. They saw what happened. As I'm sharing with you now, if God will open eyes, you'll see the realm of the spirit. Demons don't want anybody to know this. Because if you listen again to this message on your own, and you start going to those scriptures until they are established in you, you come out of your room like Lord of all. They will think you are proud, but you are not. Hallelujah. T.L. Osborne went to India, fasted, prayed, prayed. They could not convert a single Indian person. He came back to his country and he was studying about the words of Jesus Christ. 6 a.m. in the morning, Jesus stood at the door and just gave him a beautiful smile. He couldn't get up from the floor for day, for, for till afternoon. Finally, when they got up, the wife was, when the wife came in, without him telling the wife, and the wife said, when I saw my husband, I saw that something has happened. He said, dear, let's go back to India. In India, he said, nearly died of typhoid. He saw dead of cholera. They went back to the same Indian and 300,000 people got born again in one day. Not additional fasting, a realization of something. Something, uh, said they went for a minute, a woman was talking about if you see Jesus. They began to start their Bible that what has he done? So that was why Paul was praying. What made Paul to stand one night, one day in the sea and nothing happened? He had a revelation of what happened. Demon don't want anybody to know. That's why Satan will fight resurrection message. Everybody in the world, Jesus was a good man. I have a book in my, in my house. 100 most influential people in, on, uh, uh, of all time. And they put Jesus as one of them. He brought, who brought the religion. Everybody agrees with that. But when we talk about resurrection, which is the main thing? Because resurrection made new creation possible. And here a new creation seated. It is too late for the devil to talk us out of it. Hallelujah. A lady can put her hand there and say in the name of Jesus. The same process between the baby Jesus came into Mary. 
the word of God in your mouth can put baby in your womb. Somebody shout amen. You can command your morning to come. Morning. A new day. You can command a new day to come. Hallelujah. I don't know in my spirit I'm hearing marriages. Beautiful ones. Opening up. Hallelujah. We don't struggle. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Lift up your hands on your seat and begin to worship. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m., while our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.